0: Good morning, good morning. On this September day, we welcome you to the Marysville 3CU Church. And Feel free to email us at contact at Marysville 3CU Church. I get excited sometimes. I see that people are out there and they're from different countries looking at messages from a time gone past. And uh, I, I don't know where they're from or who they are or how long they listened. But uh, we do see that we get hits on some messages from the time to time. and. And uh, we're appreciative of that. Um, But today, we're going to look at a message entitled Storm Prep. Storm Prep. We've had some storms and some things that have happened. And storms come in uh, multiple uh, forms. So turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. As we talk about storm prep, we have different kinds of storms. Sometimes we go through financial storms, sometimes it's emotional storms, sometimes the storms are relationships. But we're going to talk about storm prep in Luke chapter 6, 46 through 49. Luke 6:46 through 49. I might have to read this a couple times, we'll see. I um, might read it again a little later, but who do you call but why do you call me lord, lord? And do and not do the things which I say. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat venomily against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. He got his blessing to the reading of his word. Before we expound on some of the, mes- uh, the meanings and application of this passage, it might help if we have that general understanding. Some of you might not be familiar with what a foundation is, and some of you might, at least loosely, But if we think about, if we were to build a house, if you went down to the, um, maybe you've been down by the ocean or somewhere, and you've got a house, and when you take a playhouse, let's say it is, or a bucket or whatever it is, and you take it, and you take it down near where the surf's coming in and out, and you set that box, that playhouse, that whatever, And you set it down and you set it on the sand. And as the ocean comes up, it's going to take that sand in. It's going to wash out from underneath and that house is going to tip. And it might take off and go out into the ocean because it's going to float off. And so that's that concept of building it on the sand. You might have seen some of these houses, they're built so... so tight to the cliff or, or up on a hill and you can see the hill is eroding and they might have poles that are trying to hold it up. But they're on this hill and it's got a beautiful view. But you can just see how the dirt's coming away down below it and when they get enough rain, their house just slides and goes away. They don't really have a foundation, they're just up on poles. I know you can build a house on poles, and the poles have their own foundation. But can you get the idea that you need to have a solid foundation? A solid foundation. And maybe you've lived in a house or you've owned a house um, that you can see where things shift if it's not on a solid foundation. They've had a, they had a building collapse in Florida. So if you live in an apartment, you might not know what a foundation is and you might not think about that but it's basically down in the basement you want that foundation to be strong you don't want the foundation to be upon loose ground that when a flood comes it just takes that dirt out from underneath part of it and then the house kind of sinks and and the walls start to crack and the the house is settling the house is settling on the ground cuz the ground's settling but when the flood comes it washes all that out and what what happens? What happens? You might see the house floating down through the flood. Can you think of pictures of that? And you think of, of uh, you know, if you go into trailer parks and things like that, there, those houses don't, their foundation sometimes a little different. It might be they're on wheels and they got blocks underneath of them. And they're secure on that part, but they might not be linked to the foundation. Just think about that as we read the scripture. Is what kind of foundation do you have? Have you got the kind of foundation where somebody actually dug down to the hard soil? Dug down in this case to the rock so that your foundation is on this rock. So when the when the floods come and wash away all that dirt and you look down there, what it's going to see is that solid wall all the way down to rock and you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. So let's look back into our scripture. The first one says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? If you've acknowledged God as Lord, if Jesus is your Lord and you says you are Lord and you don't do what I say, how is he then your Lord? What is it that God is telling you to do that you're not doing? And if you're not doing them, why not? Is he your Lord? Is he your Lord? And so, the illustration that Jesus says, and he says, I will show you whom he is like. He talks about someone that has dug deep has dug deep to remove the loose soil so that they can get down to the foundation. They've done that work to remove the things that get between them and the foundation. Basically, it's the things between them and God. It's the things that are in the way. It's the things when the water comes They float away. The things that make your house unstable because it doesn't have a foundation. If you look at a house you've ever driven by, and it's a beautiful house. And it's got a beautiful view. But if the due diligence hadn't been done to prepare it for the storm, the house will have some of that soil, like sand, move away from underneath of it. And it's not just sand, it's that loose soil that needs to be removed. In some places, it's uh, a certain type of clay. In Mississippi, they have something called Yazoo clay, if I remember right. But it changes sizes when it gets wet. And if you know anything about foundations, having it change size will crack the foundation. So they have to do other ways. But if you put it just on dirt, that has been disturbed. When the water comes, it'll carry that dirt away and your foundation has nothing to hold it. And it'll just break down. What is in the way? What is it that God says needs removed that you haven't removed? Because if they've dug deep and they dig down, they have confidence in that foundation. So when the storm comes, they're not in a fret. Now, maybe you have something in your house called a sump pump. And a sump pump, for those who don't know what that is, is it's down in the house so that when water comes in from underneath, It pumps the water out. It's in a sump well, and it just pumps the water out. When the storm comes, if you're not sure about your sump pump, you keep checking it. You have a backup battery. And if you don't, you will after the first time your basement floods. We have what was called a natural drain. We're up on a hill. So our drains, as long as they're not plugged, the water just flows away. We don't have an active sump pump. We don't need one. It flows away. So when it rains, I don't run down. Sometimes I've done it. Because we have had occasion where the the drain has gotten plugged by roots or something in the end. But typically, I don't worry about it. But if you've been flooded before in your basement, you tend to be concerned about it. You keep checking it. You keep wondering about it. You keep threatening about it and you keep watching it. But when our foundation is sure, when our foundation is strong, it's kind of like that sump pump that's got the battery backup or that natural drain that doesn't get plugged anymore because you put the right kind of tubing in the end of it underground, which we had to do. You don't worry about as much anymore. In the midst of the storm, You can have confidence if your foundation is deep and if your foundation is on the rock and if you have gotten rid of all those little things that are between you and god what are the things that god is asking you to do what are the things god telling you to do that you're not doing is god lord or not Or maybe you have one of those houses that look really good. That looks like a Christian house. It's your spiritual house. It looks really good. It looks nice. It's got the right trim. It's got the right accents. In the right locations. That it looks right. It looks good. It represents well. Seemingly. Except during storms. Because during the storm, the water comes, and it moves, and you start getting nervous. Because you know that there's something between you and the found rock. Something between you and God that's not right. And you have to walk through the storm on edge. You can't walk through the storm on confidence because you don't know if the storm is coming that someone will figure out that you don't have a foundation, that someone will figure out that it looks pretty up on the hill, but the foundation is bad. The foundation isn't down to the rock. The foundation is on top of something that's shifting. It's on top of things that God has told you to remove, or it's on top of things that God has told you to do and you're not doing. And so when the storm comes, you wonder about your foundation. If you want security and a more confidence, you need to make sure that if you know of anything between you and God, that you get it removed, that you dig deep and you pull it out and then your foundation will be upon that rock so you can have confidence in the storm, that you can have confidence in your future because it is on the rock. So that's the question. What are those things, those shifting things that can get in our way? What is that dirt, that soil, that debris between you and the rock? Have you done the diligence of removing those things? Have you done the acts of saying, okay, God, that's yours too? Some of the things that might get in the way is is sometimes the relationship choices that we make that we know aren't healthy. Those choices that we make of what we do and where we go, we know aren't healthy. But we leave them there, and it's blocking the access to the rock. We need to get those out of the way, because when the storm comes, those things are going to be hindrances. Those are going to be places on insecurity. Those are things possibly that can haunt us those things that we don't want anybody to know because it was imposed on what the facade looks like. It looks good on the outside, but inside what's going on and what's going on in the foundation? Will it withstand in the storm? Sometimes it's the physical thing. It's those, those uh, you know, the cars, the boats. The finances. What does God want you to do with those? We've talked about relationships. We've talked about foundations. It might be in the job. It might be in your communications. It's in who your friends are. Who do you look to for your direction? Is it ruled by the people around you or is it ruled by God? Who are your influences? Who are those things that keep you from really hearing God, to be basing your life on that foundation. What things do you watch? What things do you allow to influence you, to distract you? What things are in the way that need to be removed to get that foundation back all the way down to the rock? How is your foundation? So again, Lord, Lord, and not do the things that I say. Let's read through this one more time. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house, and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. How's your foundation today? Is there anything between you and God? Let's be standing together. Let's pray, Lord I know that you know who will hear this message, Lord you know who needs to hear it, Father you search the hearts of each one here and know what their foundation is like, if there's one there at all, you know who has left some soil between you and them. You know, some that have a shaky situation, that in the midst of the storm, Lord, there would be some concern. I pray that your Holy Spirit might bring conviction, a stirring, to all that hear this message to think about, can they withstand the storm? And Lord, for those that have their foundation built on you, may they have increase courage and increase confidence that their foundation is on the rock nothing between you and them and lord as the storm comes that they can face the storm in confidence not constantly going down to the basement to check if water's coming in or if the, something's cracked or the house is shifting or but lord they can have confidence in you but lord for those that are running a house that looks good. And most cases is all right, but Lord, it's not storm ready. It's not prepared. I pray that they might feel the draw of the Holy Spirit to remove the debris, to remove the sand, to remove the dirt between them and you, and that they might be able to say, when my Lord ask me to do something, I do it. That there's nothing between me and my Savior that's in the way. That my storm prep is ready. So Lord, I pray for each one in the sound of my voice, that they might be obedient to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And with the congregation, its head still bowed,